What's up, copy chiefs? If you're listening to my voice right now, I bet you'd like to know how you can join Copy Chief. And if you go to the website right now, you'll see that there is a waiting list. But guess what? I've got something special for you for being a Copy Chief Radio listener. When you go to copychiefradio.com right now, you'll be able to skip the line and join us all inside Copy Chief. So head on over to Copy Chief Radio right now and you can skip the line and join us. This program is brought to you by thepodcastfactory.com. Welcome back to another edition of Copy Chief Radio. Here is the Copy Chief himself, Mr. Kevin Rogers. Boom, yeah. Good to be back in the house. Jonathan, good to hear you, my friend. I've missed you. I've missed you too, guys. It feels like ages. <laughs> so what do you like have minutes. for us today, man? Um, great episode. Our buddy Max Ham is uh, with us. Max is a freelance direct response copywriter, as many of our guests are. Um, but I love his angle, man. He really focuses on building trust, right? So trust-based marketing, uh, he's got a lot of interesting marketing experience with some of the big, uh, motor brands that we're all familiar with. And so he really understands a lot about, you know, how to, uh, gain trust, customer trust, loyalty, those kinds of things. And so, uh, Max now in his new role as copywriter, uh, has come up with uh, 10 sales killing phrases, which we all know sometimes we use these little phrases that feel right to us, but come across uh, a different way to the reader. So Max is going to help us identify those. Tell us what to say instead. Not all 10. You don't get all 10 today. We're going to cover uh, about three of these and we'll tell you where to get the rest of them. So Max Ham, thanks for being here, brother. Hey, Kevin. How are you, man? Thank you for having me. It's an honor. <laughs> Yeah, it's good to have you, man. And uh, it's been great uh, working with you. And I know you're sort of just ramping up your freelance career, but you're just kicking ass right out of the gate. And uh, you bring a lot of cool, sort of unique experience to this game of direct response. Tell me a little bit. uh, I know we can't really mention all the brands you worked with, but talk to me about some of the, the, the prior work experience. Yeah, no worries. I I don't want anybody coming after me, like you said. <laughs> um, so I did uh, mostly consumer insights and analytics for the or some of the top three or big three automotive companies um, in the United States. Um, the idea was to take uh, consumer spending trends and try to translate them to uh, actionable campaigns that then become advertising. So uh, as you can see, there's a there's a direct relation between that world and the world of, of direct response marketing and copywriting in the sense that you got to jump in and, and do the research before you write anything down on paper, put anything up on the screen. And, and that involves uh, interviews and talking to people, driving cars and, and figuring out why people pick that model over this model and why they like uh, that particular brand over that particular brand. It's, uh, it's very interesting. Yeah, like, so this is more like focus group stuff. Um, where it's kind of like that Chevy runs those commercials now where it's, they're essentially showing you a focus group, 
Is that is that similar to what you were doing? That's exactly what I was doing. Okay, interesting. Um, cool. Yeah, that's kind of an f- interesting angle. Th- those ads are obviously working because they keep they keep making them. Yeah, um, and, and and they stay alive for a long time. It, yeah. So, what kind of? Because um, we don't get to do that, right? That that's the interesting thing, Jonathan. Like we're here in our digital worlds, and there's so many great advantages to digital marketing. Obviously, the convenience, the instant reach, but it it's not very often do we get to sit in a room with our, our real buyers, our real prospects. And so this is, uh, it's, it's interesting to me. Um, so Max, what kind of things would you learn in those focus groups or what were you, what were you most focused on learning in the focus groups? I would say the, the biggest revelation to me was how, uh, consumer preference shifted completely over the last 20 years. And not just for a particular age group, but it was across the board. Uh, right now, people are after the smaller, more compact, more fuel-efficient cars, as opposed to if you look at any um, archives of previous focus groups in the last two decades, everybody wanted the big old SUV. Mm-hmm, and, and, right. and, and that really shows you what people are looking for um, in, in terms of purchasing decisions when it comes to vehicles now. I mean, obviously, there are anomalies and outliers, the people who want the big old sports car and the V8, and they don't care about that. But uh, the vast majority of the market are looking for uh, fuel efficiency and, and whether this thing is is practical enough for me not to take it to the dealership for repair every three weeks. Interesting. So they, they want to think less about their cars, it sounds like to me. Exactly. Mm, interesting. Very cool. And I, so I, you... and, I, and I think this is why driverless cars are a thing. Yeah. <laughs> or quickly becoming a thing, right? It's yeah. like, and it's true. It's like, we're, I think it's because we're all so busy, right? It's mm. like the car used to be a reflection of our lifestyle, but now so many people, especially people buying and leasing new cars, are so busy, they just want to get to where the hell they're going so they can be doing that thing. And if they can safely update their Facebook status sitting in a car that's driving itself, man, now life's getting good. <laughs> especially if the car can do it for you. <laughs> yeah, right. Just speak your, what are your thoughts today as we meander you to your goal, your destination? I think right, you just cool. came up with a great idea. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the, 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 it's, yeah, that's, that's going to be a feature pretty soon in these cars. Um, all right, cool. So um, let's talk about these 10 sales killing phrases. How did you start to identify these, Max? Sure. So I've, I was fascinated by the idea of trust-based marketing and, and especially, and this doesn't just apply to the self-improvement niche, but in, in, in all niches and especially when it comes to digital marketing. Um, there's this thing that's happening now where, or I like to call it, um, average consumer or average prospect exposure to, mm-hmm. to media. Mm-hmm. And, and that over the last decade has literally exploded. I mean, I, I look back 10 years ago and I see Facebook, for instance, only just beginning, and you had to be a member of the Ivy League school community to get on Facebook. Uh, but today, people's dogs have Facebook profiles; it's everywhere. So, as as a yeah, so as a marketer, you have to look at um, how much media and how much marketing your prospect has already been exposed to, and and you know if you don't take into consideration that okay, here 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 goes my campaign, but. Um, my prospect has probably already seen three sales letters and deleted two emails and watched two videos that he's already clicked away from. Yeah. Um, you're, you're really missing the point. And the only way to, to get past that clutter and separate yourself is to become the trusted entity 
because trust becomes a gateway to building a loyal customer base, uh, which eventually becomes the real needle mover for lifetime customer value. That's right. that that is the biggest business metric, as we know. And and if you're not moving the needle there, then you just don't have a sustainable business in the long run. That's so true, man. It's like, it, it, you know, it's our instinct to get new customers because it feels good and we feel like we're expanding our reach and all that. Because we, it really, like the first thing we learn to go after is the sale, right? And so yeah. we get stuck in this idea of, oh, I just keep getting more and more sales. You Once you get a baseline of um, uh, sales, your next focus, your number primary focus should be continuing to you know, develop those customer relationships with it, with the customers you have, because as we know, Max costs us way more to acquire a new customer than to keep an existing one. Exactly. You just read my mind right there. Um, and, and as soon as, uh, you, you shift your, your focus to that, uh, think things really become to flow and, and you start to realize that my, my the long-term profitability of my business lies in the loyal bunch of, of consumers that are, or customers that I already have rather than mm-hmm. spending all the time, effort, and energy on acquiring new ones. Hey, producer Jonathan here, and I know I'm interrupting the program, but it is for a very good reason. If you are not already a member of Copy Chief, then you probably should be. And if you go to the website right now, you can get on the waiting list and maybe get a spot when we open, or you can do the smart thing. Right now, today, you can join Copy Chief by going to copychiefradio.com, and you can skip the line. No waiting list. But I got to warn you, you'll only have 30 minutes from the time you land on copychiefradio.com to join. And that's so we don't have any time wasters or scragglers. So make sure that you're absolutely ready. Then go to copychiefradio.com today and join. All right. So great. So, so with that mindset, you started to, you know, read copy and all the stuff that we're all reading all the time. And you're recognizing what you call these sales killing phrases. Uh, you've got a great report about these. By the way, Max Ham, that's with two M's, M-A-X-H-A-M-M, copy, maxhamcopy.com forward slash CCR for Copy Chief Radio is where you can go and download Max's report and get all 10 of these sales killing phrases. We won't have time to cover um, all of those in this episode, but Max has offered to share some of the top ones for us. So let's dive into those, Max. What's what's one of these phrases you see over and over and, and and tell us how to say it better? Sure. So one of the phrases that I see, and this is especially common for the self-improvement niche, is uh, this will work for everyone or this will work for you no matter where you are in life or no matter what your previous experience is or something along those lines. Now, here's the problem with this. Um even though, and this is especially true for people in self-improvement, you, you want to come from the angle of uh, being generous and, and, and wanting to make a difference in people's lives. And, and you genuinely believe that you can help a lot of people from all walks of life. And I've personally used uh, products, uh, for instance, that improve memory and focus that could literally help uh, all kinds of different people. But you cannot forget about uh, basic human psychology and good salesmanship when it comes to this because – as human beings, we look at a one-size-fits-all solution as no solution. Uh, we want something that is made for us. We want uh, the thing that has 
our name on it. We love to be appreciated and respected for our unique needs. So mm-hmm. that's the way to flip that and and come off as the authority that that gets that trust and respect because you understand your prospect's deepest desire. It's like a, a quick example, just since we're talking about cars. Um, if you have a, a dealer calling you up, Kevin, to, to test drive a car, he would say, hey, Kevin, listen, man, I got this beautiful brand new Mustang in the showroom. It's got your name on it, just like you like it. When would you like to take her for a test drive? So mm-hmm. it, it, it's hard for you to say no to that because you already know that, that, that the dealership knows what you like. Right, right. Yeah. And so to, to take, take this example back, uh, you would want to say, so if you've ever dreamed of, you know, your big unique benefit of your offer, whether it's uh, better focus, better memory or, or more persuasion skills or more confidence, then this will be one of the most exciting messages you'll ever read. And here's why. Right. Yeah, that's great. That way you've nailed that. I understand your dreams. I understand your big problem and I've got the solution. Yeah, no, it's a great point that, you know, uh, and really so many people have to fight this instinct and you're right, especially in the uh, self-development niche where you specialize, um, uh, one of the areas you specialize in with your copy max. And what happens there is look, I get that a lot of what we need in the, in the, in the fixes we seek are universal and like, you can't think of anybody who wouldn't need this, but listen to what Max is saying here that if you need to phrase it in a way that makes it feel unique and special to the reader that you truly understand their problem. And because guess what? We all want to believe we're special little snowflakes and there's no one else quite like us. And it's true, but we all have a lot of the same kind of common problems. The difference is, can you make me feel like you're reading my mind? You made this just for me. And this kind of goes back to, you know, Ryan Levesque's ask method and the whole idea of like really digging in and understanding the pain points of your prospects and using some of that language back to them uh, and, you know, going out of your way to make it feel special and unique. That's a great tip, Max. All right. Give us another one. Another one. Uh, this this one is another common uh, sales killing phrase that I see in, in, in self-improvement in particular. Uh, it goes something like, uh, so pro- program, service, coaching service, XYZ helps you develop a strategy to get so-and-so. Now, there good intentions here, but here's why this kills the sale and why your cash register will never go ka-ching. <laughs> um, in, in, inherently, human beings will always trust the person who will give us what we want in the quickest and easiest way possible. But when you phrase it in a way that has the term strategy in it or develop a strategy, that just sounds like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And, and people just don't want more work. Uh, strategy just makes it sound like uh, a group of Wall Street CEOs huddled up in some conference room and, and working endless nights to, to figure out a growth strategy. But that's, <laughs> that, that, that's not what we want for our prospects here. So you want to flip that and, and make it sound like you've got their back and you're going to guide them step by step through a very simple process. So you'd want to phrase it in a way that says these easy steps will start to seep into your subconscious the first time you apply them. So you'll begin to feel and you would insert your transformational benefit here, not feature. You focus on the identity shifting benefit 
And then you'll begin to see the results in only X short hours or days or whatever time frame you're dealing with here. And, and you see how, how different that is? It doesn't sound like a lot of work anymore. Right. No, that's fantastic. That's really good. And I tell you what, you know, it's interesting because this, I think you probably have an instinct for this that you developed, or maybe it's inherent. And that's why you were good at your previous career of the, uh, you know, the, the focus groups and in the big brand stuff is that that the language changes in, in marketing based on this, the, the sort of the zeitgeist of society. Right. And mm. so what I'm thinking of is not long ago, a year ago, maybe more, there was a gap there where everything was a blueprint, right? Ah, get the, 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 blue, the blueprint to this or that. Guess That's what? right. Like, yeah. I don't want a, a blueprint anymore because like you said, it sounds like a lot of work. I got to, I got to spread this thing out on the table. I got to study it. <laughs> I got to decide to actually follow through with all the steps. I don't want a freaking blueprint. I want, uh, Give me like a quick win, man, like something I can do that feels really manageable. Exactly. That's great, man. Really cool. All right. I think we probably got time for one more. And again, if you want all 10 of Max's uh, uh, 10 sales killing phrases and how to say them differently and better, uh, maxham with two ms.com forward slash CCR, and you can go download it there. Uh, give us one more, one more to go here, Max. You got it. Uh, so, so this one in particular um, is, is a little bit unfortunate, but it, it's common. And I see a lot of uh, people who are new to the self-improvement space try to employ the strategy because they think that's the way to go. And it's to talk down on the prospect. Mm. So it'll be something on the lines of uh, stop being a loser or stop being a coward or stop being lazy. Um, and, and because they look at some big name gurus doing that and they think, well, I got to put on my big guru hat and pretend to be that way. Mm-hmm. But, but in reality, uh, that, that rarely works because, uh, human beings want to connect with someone before they vote with their wallets and, and the individual who can bring the results while letting their guard down a little bit, uh, while presenting their, their, their stuff from a, from a perspective of authority and trust and respect will win their loyalty in the long term. And, and th- I'm not saying this doesn't mean that you can't give them a deserved kick in the butt every once in a while, but it, it, it means that you develop a bond first before you can do that. It's, it's kind of like if you're hanging out with a buddy and he calls you out on something, um, that's cool because you know him. There's a bond there. But mm-hmm. if, a stra- if a stranger did the same thing, he'd be like, screw you, man. I don't know you. Who are you to judge me? Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so to, to rephrase that in a way that develops uh, trust and respect to, to move you towards the arena of loyalty, you'd want to say something like, I'm here for you every step of the way, or I'm here to make sure you never str- struggle with this as much as I did in the past, or even better, and I really like this one because it's got a, a powerful component of social proof to it, you'd say, join our community of uh, X number of like-minded and supportive people. Right, yeah. All right. So it's like we, we've been in your shoes. We understand how it goes. We'll help you get through it. Um, supportive. Yeah, that's, a, you know, and we we all know that Melanie Saladino talks about the different buyer types, you know, exactly. and yeah. this is also a little bit market specific where um, there are. And again, if we're focused at all on the personal development market here, um, you know, obviously you don't want to be. Yeah, I've seen people try this, and it's probably what you're referring to. It's like, 
I'm just going to be the guy who kicks the door down and says, quit being a coward, quit being a loser. Yeah, this is why you're failing. And, <laughs> exactly, yeah. you know, I, look, that might work in some markets. Like when you're talking about financial markets and money and things like that, where there's a gambler's mentality and everything's real cutthroat. And look, I, I may be harsh, but it's only because I'm tired of the lies and I'm tired of seeing people flushing their money down the toilet. And I'm here. You know, that's another way to say I have your back. But don't look at a guru from another industry uh, talking that way and think it would apply to your market, especially if it's not how you are. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. You know, if it feels weird to you, it's going to come off weird to the reader and you're going to get no sales. Yeah. They're going to see right through it right away. Yeah. Great point. All right, cool. Well, these are great, Max. Um, Thanks for coming on and sharing these again. It's Max Ham. H-A-M-M dot com. I'm sorry, Max Ham Copy, MaxHamCopy.com forward slash CCR. Uh, the link will be in the show notes. You can go there, see all 10 of Max's uh, sales killing phrases and uh, more from Max. Um, I know you'll be doing cool stuff, adding, loading up videos and stuff on there. And I love your voice, man. Thanks for coming on and, and, uh, and sounding cool and being informative for us. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, man. You're a cool I'm, guy. I'm gonna give him, I got to give him credit. You said his domain name wrong like three times and he never and corrected he, you. He, he is a classy fella. Know, <laughs> he was so patient. I would I would have been like, excuse me. I have to yeah, stop you. Hey, get right that here. shit right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll set up a redirect. It's okay. There, yeah, it there you go. See, he's thinking ahead like a good marketer. All right. Max, Max Ham, Ham Copy. There we go, in unison. And yeah, the the link will be there. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Cheese, for tuning in. And we'll be back in your earbuds next time. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Copy Chief Radio. If you like what you heard here and you want more, go to copychiefradio.com. This is the podcastfactory.com.